Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. All right, Jamie, put out the blunt. We're going to go on live. All right. It is Welcome out. to episode 310-ish. 11? 10-ish? The jury's still out on whether the last time we got together is, is going to be fit for public consumption. Um, yeah. So episode... Yeah. 3-1-X of the After Lodge podcast. This is After Lodge Harlan. Joined as always by... Oh, y'all, Bruce is sick. So, he's not here. So, I guess I have uh, S producer Johnny. Oh, I, I am now... How did I get Marshall's old job? That's what Bruce said. Um, Yeah, turning the dials and spinning the wheels and making this show happen. All right, then. <laughs> yeah, okay. And Chuck, sure. yeah. I'll, spit, I'll twist my knobs and play a Grumpy old past master Chuck. I am not a past master yet. I still have till January 7th. Oh, and okay. tonight's card, kitties, is temperance. Something that I have not been following at all for the very past, the past week. <laughs> oh. You're a good company. <laughs> Takes you guys so long. We kicked Jeff's, Jeff's ass out like last weekend. I got till January seventh. We opened the meeting at we opened the installation at three p.m. So my installation by three twenty, I'm officially a has been. So my successor is currently wrapped in bubble wrap. I've also been practicing my necromantic capabilities because I will bring his ass back from the dead and we can burn him into the Oriental chair so I can get out of it. Fair enough. You can duct tape him into it. And Jamie, who still has his Yay. Christmas tree up like it's pencil tucky. Hey, I still have my Christmas tree up, and I've been living in excess, not just temperance. Oh, my God, the food, the booze, the smoke, the overtime oh. with the family, just too much. It, that's too a real much. thing. So, like, I <clears> – every year I go through this cycle where I spend eight days eating nothing but fried shit because that's what you do. It is delicious too. Food symbolism. It is for like the first three or four days, and then by the end, kale starts sounding mouthwatering. And and then I go on like this this like vegetarian purge for a while after Hanukkah every year. Oh, it's bad. I'm on my fifth day of eating prime rib because like my parents and sister and my kids barely ate any of it when I cooked on Saturday. So like a big slab you made. I'm now making, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm now just making that biggest day sandwiches today. <laughs> that is the most first world problem I've ever heard of in the last year. Kiss. I know. My ass. <laughs> I yeah. mean, I would say I'm just trying to get chocolate. I also got it for $5.99 well, a pound. 
Yeah, our dad around here becomes like chocolate and cheese for like two weeks, and then it's just yeah, primer gummies and hate for the between Christmas and oh, New Year's. Yes. Oh yeah, after New Year, after New Year's Eve, I'm I'm I gotta take a break for a while because. Uh... Damn. I was still stumbling around drunk on Monday, which was actually by the time I got to bed Tuesday morning, and it's only Wednesday. Well, I also got to gear up because my friend got elected to be potentate of our shrine, and I'm going to be his chief aide. And oh yeah, Jesus! And you better get like uh, whatever that medicine is that like you take before you drink. Uh, uh, Deactivated charcoal pellets that goes along. Yeah. Yeah, you should probably uh-huh. just be popping some of those. I keep so, a jar of them in my uh, liquor cabinet. Soaks up the alcohol, goes all the way through you, and comes out your shitter? Is that the that it the was, option? It soaks up all the impurities so you don't get uh, as bad or any hangover. Uh, but I thought the hangover was pretty much dehydration. It, a lot of that is, yeah, but it gets really s- spiked up depending on what is still left floating around in the booze. Like, if it's wine, you got the sulfates and there's remnants of everything okay. and everything else, and that soaks all that shit up. And one, I wonder what's in pure moonshine, because that's about what, you know. Ethanol. Ethanol. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's basically what I got hammered on Friday and woke up drunk Saturday. <laughs> my name, we, Listen, we, we yeah, we'd get together, and I decided to buy a bottle for the first time in my life of proper pachin and uh, brought it there and that's uh that's an amazing uh uh Irish potable. My wife got out of bed Tuesday morning at eleven AM and said, Oh honey, I'm still drunk. I gotta go back to bed. Because <laughs> Sunday morning I had to go to my in-laws place because you know it's Christmas, except I live in the hills up here and they live in the hills down in down south of Lodgetown. And, and oh by the way, between is like nine feet of snow. Yeah. That and and oh it's Christmas. So like the road crews are minimal at best. Yep. And I can't yeah, sure really great like, snow removal to begin with. This is a stupid. Oh, it's Christmas Eve. That's what it is. I was like, this is a stupid idea. Why don't we just go tomorrow when it's actually Christmas and maybe like some roads have been pushed? But somehow I got, oh, she did the like, well, I'll just go without you thing. And I'm thinking, well, that's, that's not going to fly. December 23rd here, we had winds gusting up to 110 miles an hour, which took down trees and covered roads and everything else. Yeah. And then, of course, the road crews and, like you say, all the, the, they're, they're all, all the on vacation, right? Yeah, it was a mess. But I did yeah. buy her Highlander all those years ago with the all-wheel drive and the expensive tires and all that because, you know, nice. try to keep my wife safe because she's usually transporting my children. And, and I love her, too, of course. You're listening. Uh, children um, first. And I'm glad I did because I don't think we would have made it other like it was this bad out here. I, mm. And they're just wow. you know that carnage thing where there's just cars everywhere, like in all the ditches and on all the, the little power line cables. And so today I, I did the ice skating thing with the kids and this I got in-laws that were in town so we went out to dinner with them i'm driving back with the kids and we're having fun pointing like and there's a tow truck and there's a tow truck and there's a tow truck like just pulling all of these abandoned cars out of the places they've been in for the past few days because oh by the way after all of that snow it's now like it was almost 60 at some point today the snow's all gone everything's back to normal um i know that you canadians are used to this but uh we we don't do that so much here 
Still uh, snowing here right now. I mean, we do snow, and we're used to even having a lot of snow, like a couple of feet sometimes we can handle. But when it's so cold that you melt the snow with the brine chemicals, and then the melted snow just refreezes, refreezes a yeah. sheet of ice that's worse than the snow was, yep. we're not equipped for that. No, Weird. and it takes, and, and you know what? It takes some pretty strong ice stuff to, to work once it's minus whatever. I forget what it is, but it's like minus, you know what I mean? Once it hits minus yeah. 20 Celsius, I think it is. It's just, it doesn't work anymore, which is why we use a lot of sand. Who was like, hey, the, the road crews are doing the best they can, but just stay home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we end up having to put sand on top of the ice, right? So you're putting layers of salt and sand on just to provide oh, grit because the, the salt's not going to melt the ice. So our roads are just fucking destroyed. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, it hurt. Our, it's so hard in the car. So hard in the car. I've noticed that today. Like just the roads are wrecked. There's just, mm-hmm. yeah, it looks like somebody just took a cheese grater all through town. Yeah. Or just wait till it get, like, gets wet the the again. Because then you're going to have potholes the size of you know, uh, small dogs. Well, well the thing of it is, right, the salt ruins the salt ruins the seal the road has too. So then the, the water gets in there more and freezes and it just breaks, you know, it just it just overall ruins the fucking road, but you have to use it. Well, we use um oh, what is that? It's it's a liquid, some kind of brine solution, which I guess is salt. Oh, yeah, the, the pickle water. It somehow doesn't seem to screw the road up as bad as the just straight salt does. Because it's not as strong. We yeah. we can't you we can't use diluted salt here. We just have to put the damn salt in the road, <laughs> just pure <laughs> crushed. I, like, I mean, whatever they did, like it it was pointless. There's nothing mm-hmm. like being behind the snowplow and watching the plow just roll over the ice, and it's throwing salt behind it, and the salt's just bouncing off the ice, and just <laughs> scattering and running away. Yeah. Like it's so cold that it doesn't matter. No, oh, no, there's no, there's the surface of the ice is so cold it's not going to have a, enough moisture to bond to even start the process. And it gets cold right. like that here and it snows a lot here but very rarely do both things happen at the same time for whatever reason usually when it snows here like it gets warmer so yeah. if it's been like eight or ten degrees and a big snowstorm comes through that snowstorm comes with like 30 degree weather and it it it's something about i guess because usually to carry that enough moisture to make it the work yeah. the air has to be warmer just to carry enough moisture so to make a, a good amount of snow some freak i guess of like western moisture and northern cold I, it it I can think. actually be too cold to snow harlan yeah yeah and and that's the other part it's just too cold to snow uh, it wasn't too cold this time <laughs> no <laughs> although the snow fell before it got cold so that that makes mm. sense too because it went from like 60 down to like negative 10 in the span of about four hours. And all the snow fell in like the first two hours. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, because once, once it gets too cold, the moisture just doesn't, it's not there anymore. Chuck got the same thing that we got. I got cold. I didn't get any snow. Oh, really? I didn't get rain. So you don't have any, because I was seeing pictures of like New York where like there was just ice sculptures being made out of like coastal houses and stuff. That happens all the time. Yeah, that was that was pretty cool to see. <laughs> yeah, no, no, uh, Connecticut. We um, we had a bunch of rain, and then the temperature dropped. So my back locked up like a car on bad gas. Um, see, so, so yeah, I a couple more days as master. Last night, my official last meeting as master. So we did a holiday potluck. And we 
initiated 18 new guys into the grotto. So we will be reconstituting a charter for grotto at my lodge. We have, hmm. well, we need, we have paperwork in for five more guys. So you guys are like outpacing the shrine at this point with membership growth. I, it depends on where it is. I mean, we need, we still have a couple more guys to swear in to actually get restart the paperwork because they couldn't make it last night, but we have paperwork in on more to, to get us past the 25. But I mean, it, de it depends on the year. Like last year, my shrine brought in like 50 guys. You know, and there's some places um, the grotto is way bigger than the shrine, which throws me off because I'm not used to that here. Because our oh, uh, the shrine is definitely bigger. The shrine is way bigger than the grotto in in my state, um, even my wow. region. I mean, but grottos are more like they're like they're like York Rite halls. Like they're more lodged. They're they usually meet in a lodge and they kind of pull from a district. Whereas you know sh shrines, you know, have like you, you know you could have two or three shrines in a state, but then they got like a dozen shrine clubs because of how big the state is. Right. So, you know, my, my shrine still got like almost eight, eight, 800, 900 members. And, you know, that's a lot. So, that's a lot. My yeah. grotto's got, I mean, maybe 50 or 60 guys now, like, you know, you know 25 of us are going to break off and turn into our own thing. You know, in a time period. So, well, we got rid of Jeffro, and uh, how happy was he? I don't know. So we ran out of wall space to put his picture up. Well, he's he's huge, so I imagine well, you need a big picture, anyways. Well, yeah, scaling's a beautiful thing. It looks so, like a centerfold, you know. But the Eastern Star left us <clears throat> here. Well, they merged with another one, so like they're gone. So they had their other side of the wall where all of their matron photos were. Oh. So we cleared all that out, and we're like, well, we're just gonna put our masters over there. Except Jeff is the first one, so he was over there, and we were putting his picture up, and he was singing, "I'm so lonely." <laughs> um. And then we installed him as the chaplain because we're insane. Um, I'd say suicidal. I mean, that's Tony was your chaplain. You're all going down now instead yeah, of well, up. Tony is uh, sitting this year out, I guess. So we got uh, we got Reverend Jeff, which so is, now you got the other. I'm having right. trouble. Like I'm gonna, I had to put that in the minutes for the closing of the meeting because you know we refer to our chaplain as Reverend, and yeah, putting in. Reverend Jeff was my fingers were twitching, not wanting to type the honorific. As as the Virgin so, Mary said, come again. Yeah. So yeah. Who, what? who blocks this the light between you know the light fixtures and your secretary's desk more? Is it Jeff or Tony? Uh, that's a good question. Uh I'm I'm still stuck on the Reverend thing. Oh, yeah, well. So it's just a title thing we do. Like, so we have the we have the right reverend grand chaplain, and then our lodge has the custom of our lodge chaplain just being regular reverend instead of right reverend. Your grand lodge refers to the grand chaplain as right reverend. Yeah. Well, we I've do never right heard that title before. And he is a reverend, and usually they are reverends in well, my state. Well, so all the all the elected. 
Grand Lodge officers yeah. here are right worshipful. Well, yeah, if you're elected. And, and then the appointed ones are yeah. just worshipful, except for the chaplain who's special and gets to be the right reverend. Because um, nobody wants to be the wrong reverend. I, I guess. I, that's, that's the title for a bishop. <laughs> what? I don't know. Um, I mean, I've been your state. I, I have. I'm just following the tradition. Plus, expectations, but what? around here, like, if you want to call yourself Reverend, you don't even need an online certificate because you just start a church in your living room with your wife. And I mean, in theory, you can do that pretty much anywhere in the U.S. Because yeah. Some... So I've never really thought much about it. That's just Grand Lodge referring to somebody as Reverend who's not. <laughs> Right, Reverend. Right, Reverend. Not helping the point. <laughs> right. Um, hey, I, I'm just. This is this is how it was when I picked it up, John. I'm not blaming you. I'm just, you know, I'm not saying it's your fault. I'm saying, you know, I am blaming you. You didn't start the fire. Everybody, say hello That's... to Jason Livingston. Hey, Harlan, you now have your new fight to pick at Grand Lodge to change that title. No, no, I don't touch. Chaplains and religiousy things. That's I'm not the guy to fight. That, that. might go bad. Yeah, no, I can. You want no, that firewall? Don't touch that. When when people go around like invoking the name of their specific deity and official Masonic prayer, I'm not the guy that calls that out. That's not. There's no wind to be had there. Oh my! God. I just sorry. Are, that, are you a lawyer who's not willing to pick a fight? I value my place in the fraternity, and yeah, <laughs> that was a very. It's not a fight you can win. Most politically correct term I've ever heard come out of your mouth ever. That was yeah. No, I leave pounds of JD speaking right there is what that. I was. leave that battle to other men like Tony to fight, and I root for them. But that's just not a fight that is going to do me any good to be in. Um, that just makes my brain hurt. I just I didn't know that was a thing down there. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't feel weird here because it's well, we're here. So in my my lodge, it's just that's just how we've always referred to the lodge chaplain. You know, there's forceful so and so is the master, while Reverend so and so is the chaplain, and that's just how it's been. <laughs> um. But the title comes with the office, so like if we get another chaplain, then he doesn't take You're it. You're no longer than yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Doesn't hold on. He doesn't to it. doesn't go with you when you leave. Like some jurisdiction. Ask Reverend Jethro. Yeah, Reverend Jethro. I like. No, not now. It's got to be properly like Reverend Horton Heat. Horton here's a who. I don't know. I think he'll do fine. Uh, I appreciated that. Um, so we did the closing prayer, and he. Uh, he used the one from the book. So That's a brilliant I, idea. I approve. Um, okay. There, there's a thing where like ad-libbing prayers isn't always the best idea. And we have Facts. all these prayers in the monitor for a reason. Yeah, that's true. And you'll never go wrong just using the one that's in the book. Um, all you need to do don't is Don't ad-lib a prayer unless you know how to ad-lib a prayer. Yeah, that's the. I guess that's the. The, the only time you add up a prayer is when, all right, it's six thirty. I'm hungry. We're gonna eat now. Yeah, there is that. Okay. Like we we talked uh, in the show 
the last show that we recorded that may never publish on uh, about no, it might have been the one before. We talked about uh, the Scottish Rite Journal's article about the uh, the rabbi who was made a lodge chaplain and then ad libbing prayers and how weird that is because that's just not a thing that we do. Yeah, um, we do that. But when Jesus was telling his disciples that you go pray in the storage room or the closet, I guess in the King James translation, like that's that's the time for ad libbing prayer when it's you and the big guy. When you're coming from in here, when you're praying on other people's behalf or in public, like you, you use the words of the fathers, they've been tried and tested for thousands of years. They're good to go. The and, commission chaplain program for Knights Templar. They, they say this specifically, exactly what you're saying. Yeah. It's because the guys who teach that are actually reverends. Yeah, it works. It's been, it's been battle tested. It's been like, why would you, just make that up on the spot. Uh, but every, that's what's expected here. Like, if you don't do that, you're a weirdo. Like, Jeff is a weirdo for using the monitor prayer as much as I applaud him for it. Really? Um, yeah. That's just... It's an expectation here. Somebody's going to pray and they're going to... Well, they're going to do... You know the thing I'm talking about with the... my Our favorite chaplain, when Jason's in Lodge, will uh, just do this whole, like, sermon as a prayer denouncing how he's going to burn in hell if he doesn't change his ways. Um, <laughs> no, we don't very, a piece of paper that tells us what to say, and you read the piece of paper. It's very thinly veiled, and everybody he's knows he's talking about Tony against Jason, right? Well, Tony does that. We're talking about a different guy who's like not doing it to be ironic. Tony does it. Oh, I know. You're like, okay, Tony. Because um, I can see Tony doing that. But, but I can Tony see does that to me and to everyone. Like, He'll pick somebody during dinner or whatever, and then you know when the when the benediction comes, <laughs> he's coming for you. Because Tony, yes, like but Tony. everyone knows. Like, so it's not uncom. It's it's uncomfortable. Like funny, uncomfortable, not uncomfortable. Like, a, oh, oh my god, oh, I want to get the out of here and I'll be um, back again. Yeah, I sat yeah. through a couple of those. Yeah, yeah, they're not they're not good. Yeah, you're like you're all sitting there like. All right, we're ready, come, we're ready to come down to the level here and uh, do our bit. Yeah, that's not no nobody's gonna want nobody's that's everybody's evening is ruined. So yeah, I've been chaplain. Well, I haven't been a chaplain in Blue Lodge yet, but I've been chaplain and everything else. And uh, generally, I'm the one who gets called a heretic for when I'm praying and not calling other people a heretic. So I'm gonna be a lodge chaplain at some point. Uh, not of my mother lodge. It'll probably be my T.O. lodge. T.O. lodge. Um, I'm my chapter's chaplain right now. It's going to happen at some point. Um, and I'm going to not ad lib prayers because mm -hmm. I've done that a few times. Um, mostly when Jeff would just call me out because there was no one else and he got exactly what was coming to him. Well, yeah, I've got um, a month all of a sudden. Yeah. But then but, I just, but even then I just took, because uh, as, as, as Ari is saying in our group chat that the Catholics have a big book of prayers for every occasion. Uh, so do the Jews. And so I just, <laughs> took one of those. I took one of those and I just started replacing like Israel with Freemasonry and like just, just all the big buzzwords. And then everybody after a while was like, wow, that was a 
Damn that was wonderful. Yeah. Just, so your hyper Christian group of guys have never heard of the Psalms of David. Just made it up right there. Um, okay. I really like Harlan's prayer where the junior steward fought with the angel. <laughs> <laughs> hey Harlan, the whole no, thing about how I, I walk through the valley of death, I will fear no evil. Like that really touched me. Like we should really write that one down. <laughs> that thing about when Oh the, my god. When the Sheriff, or the when the chef was talking to the the burning cabbage head was <laughs> something else. Yeah, um, but it, it it worked. Um, I mean, it was kind of it was a little more obscure than that. It wasn't actually a psalm. I uh, <laughs> yeah, sort of just ad lib the prayer that we do for the state of Israel every week and <laughs> just. Replaced it with the fraternity. Uh, it worked. The words fit. Um, and, you know, we're helping brethren to live together in peace and harmony so that nation doesn't lift up sword against nation, blah, blah, blah. See? Fits. Fits. So laheim it be. I mean, it worked because he did it to me again. And then I, I warned him after Lodge. I was like, all right, the next time you do this, I'm, I'm busting out the phlegm. So. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah. I roll. When in Shalom. Yeah. Um, Lord Tundern. But that's just because I didn't have my monitor handy. Like, if I'd known it was coming, I would have flipped to one of the prayers in the book and just used it. And made your life so much simpler. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I just, I never get called on to do that for obvious reasons. So I don't even know what page it's on. I'd have to, like, check the index and go find it. Like like I told um, Ari in the on the YouTube chat, the Oxford Oxford Book of Common Prayers become my best friend in York, right? It's like, hey, we need a prayer on this. It's about that thick. There's going to be one in there that I can just pull out and not pull it out of my ear. Yeah, that's... making things up on the spot isn't so uncomfortable. I'm. Wondering if that's what you're just planning on doing. It, it, you can make it flow, but you got to be good at it. You can't just throw it at somebody. Yeah, something. it's going to be something you do on the regular. You're not just going to take prayers out of your ass if you're the average Joe. You have to think, I never could. I could never make up a prayer on the spot. You the, know, the trick is if, if you're running a Masonic meeting of any sort and you need somebody to hip shot a prayer, you need to find somebody who's marginally literate ish. They don't have to be like, completely illiterate, but they also have to be really good at bullshit and be able to mix those two things together and just make it look like they know what they're doing. That's what it is. Ideally, you give them more of a heads up, like, as I said, like at dinner where I just, when our chaplain's not there and I just pick on someone to do the, to, to do the blessing. And like the one guy went, he's like, yeah, God, amen, Samoa be. And I was like, yeah, see, I lacked the literate part. I, I did 20 <laughs> years of salesmanship. No. I, I got the bullshit down. The literary part, that's that's where I fall really <laughs> short. I just like you wouldn't people wouldn't talk to the CEO of their company or in most cases, like the, the mayor of a, a big city, if they got the chance to speak to the guy, they're gonna have a plan of what they were gonna say before they say it. So why yeah, on earth but then you get someone like me or John who we have a plan and we don't follow it. It, it turns into a family circus cartoon. We get from point A to point B, but we've been all over the place. Yeah. I, 
there's an expectation that people have though, when you're speaking to somebody of import that you're not wasting their, like you've thought about it. There's a plan to what you're going to say. So why on earth, when you're talking to the grand architect of the universe, which I, I, why would you see your pants? Why would you cultural difference thing? I guess I, and I grew up in this world, like, right. The Baptist world where people do this, like they, People don't even plan their sermons, right? Because that's sacrilege in the world I'm from. Like you just, right, you just, wing you that. let the spirit take you, and you just take off and go, and you jump around and fling some spit and scream some stuff and slam the Bible around and say stuff. Sometimes they don't even make any sense. I'd be the spirit would take me to my shed to smoke another dude. That's what that would do. <laughs> you should, Jamie. You come down here and I'll find someone to take you to church. You you ain't been to yeah. church. I haven't been to that kind of church. No, I have been not. To church. Um, I've been to Protestant churches. I've been to Roman Catholic churches. I've been to Christian churches, but I have never been to a Baptist church. That's a, that is a that is a different spin of Prati. That uh, yeah, we're talking about ad libbing prayers, and I'm talking about like ad libbing religion. The whole thing. the whole sermon. Yeah, no, <laughs> and the religion. No. But I'm not going to speak ill of. That's just the particular branch I was in. I can speak of them because I was there, but. Um, that's my dad's world, and he always did that. And I just, yeah. um, if I if I was in a denomination where you just made it up on the fly, I'd be defrocked in a week. I mean, it's this is like one of those areas where an education like John's is looked down upon because you don't go to school to preach. The Lord calls you to preach. Yeah, He calls you to seminary. Um, yeah, does, I, that's, so, that's what I said once. He called you to learn him. Smacked because I was being a smartass. I'm going to say something I, that's like, really rude, and I shouldn't say. And I, actually, you know what? I'm just not. Well, Could you tell me the percentage of offenders? Let's let's just say it that way. In one religion over another, does anybody know that? Because I mean, if you're, I'm, I'm, this is horrible. If you're called to the religion, could it be something else that draws you there? Well, I mean, everybody I else actually know where you're going when you get married <laughs> and have kids. Yeah, Good know. altar boy. That's where I'm going with this. Oh, no. 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 It's How about an equal percentage care? across the board. Yeah, no, that, yeah. that's that's usually because I know because I, yeah. I mean, that so the Baptists here but, actually share that with the Jews in that like clergymen are married. No one's going to take you seriously. Okay. If you don't have so a wife. that's. Okay, so it'd be. I would assume that if you can be married, it'd be a lesser percentage. Uh, that, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, you can the, be. The, it's like you have to be. Like no yeah, one will take. They a, also they also do get in trouble for you know covering up a bunch of very unsavory stuff. Uh, it seems to be everywhere, eh? What? It's yeah. it's. it's so I, bad. I still see the picture in my head clears the day for my kid of when I was a kid of Jimmy Swagger crying and screaming into a microphone. Yeah. yeah, anybody that's seen it, he's all teary and sweaty and yeah. professing all the shortfalls to the world. And I mean, I do the same thing when I have bad Chinese. Oh yeah, no, that's me on the biff. That's me on the biff in the morning after two cups yeah. of coffee. But. <laughs> after after I, that that round I had with the the painkillers after a surgery, and you're sitting yeah. up on and <laughs> Metamucil sounding a bit like a uh, bit like the old church. Yeah, <laughs> Lord have mercy on me. <laughs> The, the surgical narcotic Save my lord. Take so away sorry. this pain. I'm sorry about Cindy Lou. 
That's like anybody that's been out in the field for like a week or two and then you move into the exorcist. I cast you out. I cast you out. (laughs) I'm just remembering MRE dumps where it sounded like you dropped the bowling ball in the toilet. That's so bad. I really thought you were better than the last show, guys. Nope. It always degenerates to shit shit jokes. It it just does. We, we, we just took a confessional to the bathroom. What? Oh, this is not bad. To be fair, I think my patriarchy is not even my religion, and I'm blushing. Harlan is very red. That's impressive. He is, yeah. He's masculine. Blasphemy. Blasphemy gets me a little hot under the collar. Yeah. I, can't get I, think, I think our, our former guest, Bishop Scott, would be very proud of our conversation we just had. I think that's. <sighs> I think it was supportive. an open and honest conversation. Allowing all points of view. God has a sense of humor because otherwise the universe doesn't make any sense. And so <laughs> my life sure as hell doesn't. This is true. A little bit of blasphemy, like it's you know, irreverence. That's what comedy is made of. Just a little bit. So can't get carried yeah, yeah. away. You can't go like full on Warren Jeffs. You gotta you gotta temper that. Yeah. Oh my goodness, Oh my. Oh my. Anyway, New Year's is coming. Resolution yes. time, fellas. Resolution time. Oh, um, I got my resolution. I'm going to be worse than I was this year because nothing about your resolution says you have to be out improving yourself. It's just how you're going to change. I'm going to be worse. Okay. That's a very good point. goal. That's a good goal. So you're going to, you know, spit on a few more children or steal some more candy, um, slap some babies around. What's the plan, Chuck? How are you going to be worse? It's a smart goal. Though. Around his master? I mean, I didn't say I put any thought into it, Jamie. Just like saying, like, oh, I'm going to go oh. to the gym. I, uh, like, there's no thinking involved here. I'm just trying to make a joke, you dick. No, well, it, you know, it, it, it's, it bears thinking about, you know. This year, no. I'm gonna go, this year I'm going to go from lawful good. I'm going to go from chaotic good to law, to, to lawful evil. Yeah, well, like, no, that's. that's Chuck, my got like the the goal, the strategic, measurable, achievable, blah blah blah. Just you know, Mike, what's your what's your uh, smart uh, evolution debauchery? Specific, measurable, actionable. Arch- Action achievable. Is it achievable or actionable? I don't remember. I know. What's the R for? Uh redundant. Yeah. Recycling. Know. No, we, we John and I have apparently been to the same uh corporate no, I, show. Yeah, it's, in, it's something similar in black in six sigma stuff. It's all bullshit. Yep. That's okay. what it is. Bullshit. Oh, and, I will be and, better at bullshit next year. That's a good goal. That is That's a good not goal. achievable for you. We need your legal advice to contain smart points. How's that mean? Then I had to go to. I got my smart point right here. Yeah, yeah. (sighs) All right. So is it pointy? Really? Because you know, my resolution is the mullet. Yeah, yeah. Not not to lose the mullet another year, Um, and to. Well, I really didn't give it a whole lot of thought either, Chuck. So, but, but I, I, I really, I really don't want to hurt anybody this year. That, that's the biggest thing. I'd love to not punch somebody in the mouth this year. 
as opposed oh, I thought to you meant emotional. prior years. Like, that's a really high goal. Don't, don't, don't not be. I made it. Uh, Look, Jamie, everyone knows that emotional attacks hurt way more than physical. So go with those true. ones. Don't bottle. Oh, well, I, 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 I can't say I won't emotionally hurt people. I, I that gives me too much joy. <laughs> you evil bastard. I cannot physically hurt people. That that's fair. I can, I can, I can go with it. But, but emotionally, no, because I'd have no reason to get up in the morning if I couldn't emotionally hurt people. So, <laughs> I'm resolving not, not to be a freaking monkey. Words cause years of therapy. But I'm still going to be a dementor. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not going to be a caveman. You're going to post a show on time. Oh, that was the other no, part. That's, that's why I put the Christmas tree goal. in the back. Not a smart goal. Instead of elf. Um, oh no! I put the Christmas tree in the back so someone could, would comment on it, so that when this turned into an audio thing and it comes out in July, people would realize we actually recorded it at Christmas time. <laughs> the mentor. Okay. I, I got it. <laughs> someone call. Someone call boss, and we got to burn you for it coming in. I was. Uh, I was going on, you know, more serious personal enrichment kind of stuff, but that's apparently too cliche for this show. Rock it is. Guys. It is. You're getting a little highbrow. You might have to go to the other podcast. Just <laughs> yeah. So I was. I'm. Uh, you know, gonna do all the classic things that everyone says they're gonna do, like uh, you know, lose a couple inches on the waist. Maybe actually attend morning prayer services that I haven't done all year this year. Um, you know, hit gym a little. I, I wish you the best of luck. I haven't even been doing my morning prayer, prayer, prayer services at my altar right over here. Mm. Okay, so uh, okay, I, I, I do plan on taking a little bit of more self care time this year. That 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 is true. I, I'm gonna have I more self care time. I'm I'm gonna spend a little more time. Focusing on me. <laughs> well, fo focusing on me does cause emotional damage to other people. Yes, I understand this, but but that's still fair. <laughs> Who knew there was a Canadian Sith Lord? Yes. And yeah. he lives in the middle of Bumblefuck. Yeah, stop doing it. Off on a little island where you can't affect Living anybody. In the bathroom like the rest of us do. <laughs> I sit down when I pee. The bathroom is where I repent. You have to. You do prayers of Thanksgiving somewhere else. Oh, yeah. By the way, in the uh, chats, Jamie, in response to the Christmas tree thing, uh, Jason uh, Livingston posted, Happy Easter, everyone. So that, that's the benchmark we've been set, set to. The <laughs> that's even set to? Right on. Okay. Right on. Right. Happy Easter, everyone. Uh, Johnny. How resolve you? <laughs> We might have to end the show right now, Harlan. I mean, or we can keep going. Whatever. My kid will put himself to bed. Whatever. That's his. How old is he? You know, he will 10. put himself to bed. He's, he's yeah. almost eleven. I mean, I was doing that when I was six because my mommy didn't love me. No, I'm just kidding. And now we understand That's the whole emotional hurting people. It's all. Just... It's all coming full circle. All right, fine. So, do you guys in the uh, non-Masonic jurisdiction do the uh, do the New Year's glasses at the Scottish Rite, like the, the fancy glasses, and everybody shows up to get their no their no, it, We don't no. do that here. Sorry. Really? Yeah, yeah I mean, that 
that I mean that's a big thing here. Like New Year's Day, everyone's at the Scottish Rite Temple. Who's calling your yeah. chaplain reverend? It doesn't mean you're right. No. And everybody gets a glass, like a, and there's no. a different one every year. People take a lot of pride in their collections. Like there's guys that have like the full set going back 120 whatever no. years. Who knows? I mean, I, we don't. I don't think no. we do that here. We used I mean, to. We mail out like these special invitations, like to every Mason in the state, to show up no. on New Year's morning and. No. Or New Year's afternoon, they realized the morning was a bad well, idea. Well, I mean, sorry. I mean, my, val my valley doesn't do that at all. Morning, you get no attendance. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I can't say if any other valley in the NMJ does something like that. But... Looks like me over there. <laughs> I hold on. Hold on. i got to bring up this great big cloud of smoke that just appeared over my heartland. I thought, I thought it was my screen for a moment, but it was his. Everyone's doing vape bong rips, but not bong rips of the PVC Wi-Fi. Jesus. Wowzers. Well, I guess you I know what he got for Hanukkah. Harlan, the more I watch you on this show, the more I understand your jurisdiction. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, I, I have to live here. It, it is. <laughs> what it is. Um, Do you? Do you have to live there? I mean, my wife. At this point, he does. My children. and mm -hmm. I'd have to, like. I'm only licensed to practice law here. There's so many reasons. Um, so if you left Pennsylvania, you couldn't practice law. I'd have to take the bar exam again, probably. Depending that on means he I didn't went. take the big bar exams. He took the wimpy ones. No, that there, there's only one. There's a there, there's two portions. There's the multi-state portion that like everyone takes, and I took that. But then there's like the state portion. And if you go to a state that has reciprocity, you can like transfer if you pay them a bunch of money or whatever. But some nearby states surrounding us, with uh, the exception of one state, Harland, purposefully don't. And you have to like do the whole thing, you know, sit for the exam, whatever. So you would not be a lawyer if you moved states because you'd need to make a noose and we wouldn't hear from you again. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Um, I've brought up moving a few times. It never goes over well. So, yeah, I'm, I'm here for the long haul. I feel your pain. Uh, yeah. <laughs> There's, um, I thought about going to Texas at the beginning of the tech rush, but uh, didn't get a didn't get a lot of reciprocity from the wife. <laughs> um, had we done that, we would be quite well off. If you had bought some real estate in Austin when the mass migration had just started, could have bought up some acreage and resold that stuff with for a thousands of percent return in like four years. Yep. I mean, nuts. Um, and then got out before all of the Silicon Valley hipsters showed up and ruined the place and went yeah. and found the next place. Because <laughs> it seems the, the tech boom. world's just going to be this circle now of like everybody's running from the Californians. <laughs> Pretty sure South Park did an episode about that. Brands. <laughs> uh, Wait, Kale. So, so Sunday, I will be at the Scottish Rite, um, collecting and maybe handing out glasses. There's, there's like punch. It's like a reunion thing, and then everybody goes to the shrine because they do some kind of New Year's thing, like at the same time. Ours, do, I know our shrine does a New Year's brunch, but I, and I know we might have done the glass. I've heard the glasses thing before. But I don't think we've done that up here, or we haven't done it in as long as I know of. But I might be all wrong. I don't have Gardner here to like prove me wrong. So 
What's that, Harlan? I thought like New Year's is a big Masonic event here. I just I guess I assume it's a nothing here. Yeah, yeah, we we live where it's like nothing here. Yeah. frozen for eight months of the year. You want me to go out yeah, like, on New Year's? Are you not? But there's... you can like walk across the lake now. You don't have to drive around. So. No, he can drive across the lake now. That's yeah. the difference. Oh, yeah, no, like an eighteen wheeler. Uh, yeah, no, but no. Yeah, I mean, you're also talking to the guy that doesn't go out on New Year's Eve or St. Patrick's Day, which is really I don't for me. I don't anymore. We have kids, so like that's. I just don't because it's amateur. Well, then... We're trying to decide this year if we're going to do New Year's Eve or we're going to do Levy Day. I don't know if you guys have Levy Day down there. I've heard you of know it. what I mean. I know. So Levy Day for us is New Year's Day. You just you just get up at like eight in the morning and you start drinking, and by noon you have about a two four in you, and you know everything just escalates from there. So that might like, work here this year because New Year's Day is observed on the second. Not so for me. Get smashed on the first. My observed is Friday. So I'm back to work on the second. I'm I'm very excited because my our observed is on Monday, which is my birthday, which I never get my birthday off. So and of course, what happened to me? Oh yes, they flexed the football game I care about on Sunday to Sunday night football, which means I will be in sleep by then. I don't start back uh, processing the king's milk until the 3rd of January. So I can be super, super hammered on the 1st of January and it won't matter to me. Yeah, but you're a milk. But even if, super, but super even if I was, well, well, I was going to say, even if I was working, I'd be able to be super hammered on the 1st because I wouldn't be working on the 2nd. I still wouldn't be going back until the 3rd. It, it, it doesn't really matter. But well, like, in this like, case, my contract doesn't start until then. But you're like, you're like, like around like a point oh six when they wake up anyway. So, I mean, who's going to know the difference? Well, that's kind of like I was talking to Harlan when we were saying to Harlan earlier today about Canadians are born knowing how to skate. A lot yeah. once we hit the age once we hit the age of eighteen, point oh oh six alcohol level is is about constant. How do you know? <laughs> I maybe it was the blood alcohol just did level. not freeze. I did not hit the ice once today. Nice. Well, so your ass is not sore. No, I smashed the wall quite a few times um like a good hot knees are sore then yeah in my face i've like face planted on the glass, the gla oh, the glass. <laughs> you like, boarded yourself well i would get i would get going fast because i'd be like racing with some of the kids or i don't know whatever you know having fun like oh i'm getting cocky now because i remember how to do this and we and then, and then something happen. usually it's the toe of the skate because i was renting skates and there's something wrong with them occasionally the toe would like catch hmm. something in the ice Oh, were you, did you rent? I was going to ask you that because everybody had those blue, they're, had the they're ice skating, 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 colored those skates, ice skating on. skates. So they, they have that's the break. That's the cleat for doing all the little yeah. thing for like ice skating, figure skating. Yeah. That's weird because I've, every time I've been ice skating, that's never been a problem. Yeah. Because like there's no the hockey like, skates. little edge thing on the front of the hockey skates and the blades oh. are flat, they're curved so you can get extra speed. Okay. That's what it was. So like occasionally I would click the ice and then once you're like out of control, you're out of control and you're just moving fast and trying to keep the center of gravity up. So I'm flailing doing this thing and there's just enough control to like divert yourself to the nearest wall so that you can splat on the wall instead of splatting on the ice. You're, you're singing my tune. I, you know, born and raised in Minnesota. I still suck at ice skating. I hate ice skating. 
So good on you for getting out there. I love how everybody, there was like this team spirit because when I would do that, other guys would do it too. Like the smart ones you knew, you could see them going to the wall because they're going to crash. And so you'd smash the wall and then everybody go, ooh, like in this hockey grunt. Well, here's the other thing, Harley. The hockey skates you had, the other thing I noticed is like they they, they did they didn't have laces, they had like they yeah, looked like velcros. Like, metal like, like it was like it was ratcheting. It, it looked like hockey skates with velcro. These are real hockey skates. They have laces and they don't have like things on they don't have a tooth in the front. Yeah. Yeah. See, I yeah. have like a tooth. So yeah, yeah those are those are figure skating skates, not hockey skates. Yeah. That's the difference. Even the male figure skating skates have a tooth for spins and stuff to give you a, a quick break, but hockey That's skates do that. not. Oh, I know. Yeah. I felt like somebody was grabbing my leg and yanking it out from under me. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. And then my my boy didn't fall. He came close a few times, but he's got a low center of gravity and he just managed to recover. I mean, he's got a lot less distance to fall. And yeah. It's that a kid um, benefit. I was watching people just like eat the ice like all day, just splat oh. and slide. And I was like, yeah, I'm too old for that. I, I'd prefer to splat vertically. I'm just going to splat the wall. Um, <laughs> Isn't other people's out, pain funny though? in the middle of the rink because like people were slow and you're going around them. And then that toe bit. And I started doing the like arm flailing thing, like, oh shit, oh shit. And I had one leg up and like, I, I didn't dare put it back down. So I put it down enough to push real hard. And then I like figure skated into the wall. You're doing the flamingo on the wall with one leg tucked up. Because <laughs> I knew if I put that leg back down, I was eating ice. I just, I knew it somehow, you know, that intuitive balance sense you have of, nope, this is bad. Got to stop. And no, I, you, I can't you did better than I would have, bud. Uh, even I guess you could, kid, if like, you were really good. You could turn sideways and like slice the ice and slow down. But I'm right. not that good, so it's uh, called breaking. Yeah. When I when I was a kid, breaking I, for me is I rollerblade like a demon. But if you put ice skates on me, I was like a muppet on mescaline. It was a night and day difference. Legs flying out everywhere. Yeah, yeah. My daughter, like she, I don't know what she does. Like I watch her do it. She's like clacking the eye, like marching almost like marking time, but she freaking flies and she's not pushing off and glide. Like she's like, is she like, using the toe brakes to push? I don't know what it's almost like. She's like, Speed like skating, running with her knees up. Like she's like shuffling, but doing I it. Super here, fast. <laughs> and I would be like, honey, you know, you'll go faster if, and she's like zipping past you and you're like, Okay, I guess never mind. It works for you to do it. <laughs> but she's putting out so much effort in the in the fast chop 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 chop. Did we get the? It's, we it's the calories and burned. Like, oh, it shouldn't be that hard. You just see the little sprays of the ice, like yeah. Somebody said marching, like someone that sounded like they knew what they were talking about. Like I guess it's how they teach kids initially to balance on the ice. Mm. oh yes that's true she wasn't pushing she was just like walking really fast but if you all all you do is put your toes out just a little bit where you're walking really fast and that'll give you some forward momentum and if you're doing it so many times so fast to get you yeah i mean it's just like you could hear the ice clack 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 we have a canadian on the show to be our subject matter expert on ice skating because I felt like I was, I should show her and like be a dad and show her how to do it better, but she goes faster than me doing that. So, and do you, do you cross over your feet when you turn? 
Or do you just push no. it with your outside leg? I just so you push don't cross the outside over. Leg. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm I haven't been ice skating in God twelve years. So it was Yeah. Yeah. It was a take a long time off. It's 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 not like riding a bike, as they say. It's really not. Well, it's it still went a lot better of... than the last time I was ice skating. But like Jamie, um, so I, I can I can still put on rollerblades and still skate. I mean, even though I'm broken, but I and I do my turns doing the crossover style and keep up my speed. If I do that once with hockey, with any sort of ice skate on hockey skate, it doesn't matter. As soon as one foot cross over the other, I'm you lose the inside edge. Yeah, yeah. 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 It, it takes a little bit of practice to keep that inside edge. And then yeah, there's like I'm the little hockey kids. kids. I'm, I'm, I'm a Banff, so I can't do any of that stuff anymore. I just say the little Banff. hockey kids. Big broken ass. Oh, okay, there we go. Well, that's why that's why you just gotta crash the wall. It I hurts. Can't feel but it hurts one of my legs less. to begin with. I'm all you don't want to put a one-legged man on skates or skis. Like I'm as well, you want to go skiing, like I could just if I were to commit to kill myself by falling down a mountain, I could just go jump off a mountain. You know, they have those um there were people that had those, they look like walkers like out there. Yeah, one of those. It was like this old dude. Or, he was like or, on a walker, like skating. He goes down the block and sit on a high table and do this instead yeah. and stay warm and not break your nose. Which, by uh, the way, my, mine but, already zigzags. I don't need it broken again. Well, staying warm is not an issue. You get pretty hot out. Maybe you can get it straightened out. John. No. You just get, get, get yeah, it broken it a couple more times. Then it was broken this way, broken this way. So I got to break it this way again. And then I'll never be able to breathe through my nose. But as somebody's had to have septoplast because of that problem, I feel you. I understand. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think this is going to, my kids have enjoyed it so much. This started because my boy went to a birthday party for his friend and it was at the ice rink. And then it was all he talked okay. about was how everybody has to go ice skating. So we went. And I think it's going to become like our family outing of choice. So I, I've dodged the bullet kind of. I, because the little town I live in in, in South St. Paul, Minnesota, mm-hmm. is a huge hockey town when it comes to the kids. Just, My kid okay. doesn't want to play hockey, he wants to play violin. <laughs> Why don't play hockey? Is so expensive. Um, they just like skating. So, and bring my kid to the ice rink at five in the morning. No, I don't do anything at five in the morning. No. <laughs> I'm guessing I, if we do this, I'll get better at it. So maybe if I uh, ever make it up to visit Jamie, you know, you'll be able to come around. Because, <laughs> like, so in my little, my, even you in my little town, to the bridge, you can skate across the bay. That's true. Well, you would yeah, not want to try doing that. So here's how this is gonna go. Harlan's gonna think this is gonna be his family outing. He's gonna be like, ah, oh, but I'd be, oh, those skate rails cost so much. I'll just go buy a pair, and then he's gonna have a stroke and wake up three days later before he see what hockey state what, what, what ice skates cost. Yeah, no, the rentals were Wait, like are ice skates expensive down there. Oh, depends yeah. on what you get. I mean, even I, I mean, what do you call expensive? I mean, I don't know. I rented a pair for seven bucks, so like, why okay, so buying a pair around up here in, in Canuckyville, where skates basically everybody needs a pair, um, they're like 80 bucks a pair. Well, it's because they're government, like the, the, the government, like <laughs> you guys have subsidies for here, nobody issues them. Yeah. We've got yeah. state subsidies. That's <laughs> not, not a that's not a, a a thing you do for enjoyment. That's eighty bucks Canadian. That the government has to provide you. It's like snowshoes, especially if you're not a full grown adult. Skates are very very expensive. 
Wow. I guess, I mean, again, it, it is such a big pastime up here, right? Maybe that's what it's about. Well, Supply and they're, 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 yeah. So, like In the U.S., like, that's how you know who, like, the really rich kids are at your school because they're playing hockey, they play hockey. Or, doing, or doing ice skating. Like figure skating stuff, and I mean hockey is expensive here. You may say, but yeah, but there are a lot of programs to recycle gear, like a ridiculous amount of programs to recycle gear, and and you know what I mean. Programs, yeah, like there's programs here that, that the there, ranks run and stuff, you know. So there were hockey teams practicing at this place, like that, but hockey's just not a big thing here. I think there's just like one like youth league that has like two teams that just play each other all the time. Well, and the problem that is like, they don't have a lot of people that play hockey, and their biggest problem is they got to find two people that play hockey that have no sense of self-preservation to be the goalies. Mm. Because no one who have parents who can afford them to be the goalies. There, well, there's that. Yeah, because that's even more. They have to be rich, and their kid has to be completely insane. Because I've never met a sane goalie in my life. Because they're all nuts. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I mean that in the most heartwarming and like give you a hug kind of way. Except I wouldn't do that because you're dangerous and scary yeah they're like competitive swimmers they're just out there by themselves or tennis players they're just out there all by themselves never with anybody they're just psychos yeah yeah you're part of a and you're part of a team they got a puck nobody else in the team gets 120 mile an hour puck fucking flying yeah. at their head yeah, yeah so yeah um, nobody yeah. that nobody well actually you know you might get a defenseman or two that'll lie down and take a puck and they're the, they're tough bastards too yeah but it, it, like, it, you know or do a shot to the cup just because it's not <laughs> the mask yeah Penalty shot is where a, a goalie's made, just sitting there like yep. taking the balls. And never getting the crease of the goalie. You're, no. <laughs> no. Nope. He has he has a deadly weapon on each yes. hand. Yes. <laughs> Especially the blocker. The blocker. Man, that's that thing is just because it comes out past the fist by about this much. Yeah. And if and, and it's just attached there and it's a solid bastard of a thing. Mm-hmm. Even when you got a helmet on, if you take a blocker to the back of the head, it's almost like good night, Charlie. Like you're you're pretty much done. Well, that's why when you see like NHL games where guys are like wanting to fight the goalie, I'm like so you're like pretty much you must be wearing like a, a leotard and you're finding a knight in plate mail. Okay. <laughs> pretty much. I'm not a I'm not a hockey fan, but I know if you do not get in the goalie's space because you go from NHL to MMA with very quickly objects at the flip of a switch and you right. very quickly. So the to make a video game analogy, because that's what Bruce would do. And I'm this is why Borkies, Jason Voorhees wore a if you were goalie mask and if not you were playing Team Fortress, the goalie is the pyro. Like the just batshit insane thing with the blowtorch. Running gun. Yes, have some Harlan. Yeah, no, I'm sure that's. I don't know the game. I wish I did. It was a big thing for a long time. Before Overwatch became a thing, that was what everyone was doing. Okay. Um, I do know. I never did Overwatch, so it's the only thing I know about. Mm -hmm. So trying to fight the goalie is like. So. As a guy who's a West Pointer will appreciate, it's like skating around, slapping the ice from the Air Force, and then walking over and trying to cock slap a, a master gunnery from Matt, uh, Marine. Oh, okay, that would be a better. Uh, yeah, the other guys might fight you. That guy's going to fight you, and he's probably going to try to kill you. And when he's, he's going, he might just try to grudge. You. <laughs> he will teabag. He will teabag your he corpse. Will. That will happen while you're still warm. He will warm his. Those. Except yeah. to be fair, Jamie, if it's a goalie, it's not a teabag. It's actually a potato sacking because there's a lot. They got out. some pretty big nuts on them. 
And it's not really a teabagging because they're not they're not squatting down. They go into the butterfly. Was <laughs> this time? Now, right, thank now you for staying uh, with this, all of us. Entering overlords have uh, knocked us out. I wanted to get into the the new year and what's going to happen with the artificial intelligence uh, machines taking over everything. And but I'm going to save that for a future episode because that's. Uh, we, That's a little bit of time. Harlan, just yeah. so we can, we'll pre we'll preseason that one and we'll say it this way. We've gotten to the point where computers, when we sign on to something, if we're human, rather than them, when we're trying to sign on to like our bank account, like our bank accounts. That's yeah. just all. Yeah. Well, I want to do an exercise of having this latest iteration of Chat GPT create some uh, fraternal ritual. And so if I can get that done, we'll have some funny reading, I hope. I think, oh. And I hope that I don't ask it to write me a degree and it just spits out the Master Mason degree verbatim as is, which is. What no, it'll throw out something from the EMD. That would be creepy if it did, though, wouldn't it? Uh, this whole thing's creepy, but I, we're foreshadowing for the next. All of this is creepy. Stable Diffusion's creepy. I've been playing with all of it for a few weeks and it's. Oh, we got we to gotta do that. We got to do it live on it. I know yeah. how it works. Yeah beneath the surface and that makes it more creepy I tell you, because the math says it shouldn't work as well as it does you do it well do, you cross check it for southern jurisdiction i'll cross check yeah. it for the york right stuff i know northern jurisdiction whatever um, I, I just thought maybe i could have it make some hilarious fraternal ritual for something and yeah but all you gotta do is throw in like one weird word in there like pineapple or if it really thinks that, like we're all uh, pineapples a past master degree. That's supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Yep. Well, that's supposed creepy. to utter the safe word it. except in times of most imminent peril and danger. And here you are. All right, we're done. Yeah, that safe word. <laughs> all right, thanks for listening to episode three one X of the After Lodge podcast. Oh, we were back. Oh, okay. Yeah, we're back, yeah. Oh, cool. This is After Lodge Harlan, and I am signing off. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. Find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with Jamie and uh, some of our other brothers. I think Jeff said he's been back in there. And, of course, think Andrew so. Davis uh, at irc.snoonet.org, pound sign Freemasonry. You can find Chuck on Reddit as the king of no pants. You can find Bruce on Reddit, but no one has yet. So keep trying. And uh, I'm on LinkedIn and I, you can find me on Reddit, but I won't answer because I, <laughs> I don't sign in. Yeah, I haven't in quite a long time either. Uh, not since I went on strike over their whole uh, political shilling. I so, use it some, but not a lot. Uh, yeah, we will see you next time, brothers. Happy New Year. Until yeah, then, yeah. keep your stick on the ice. Sluncha, happy Fourth of July. Comes back. Toodles. Oh, my left nut.